everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little temporary corner of the internet. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. And today I'm pleased as punch to have my friend, Dr. Mark Sherwood on the show, and we are going to tackle listener questions. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. are curious before we even get started, because Mark and I have so many questions in the hopper today that we're not going to get through all of them. We will be coming back and doing some happy hour questions. So if you are a VIP subscriber, your question will be answered there for sure. So if it comes into me through the VIP channel, you guys know who you are. Those will for sure be answered today. Also, I want to remind you that the way to reach out to me is just simply to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. You can also leave us a voice memo, and you're going to hear some of those today by going to anchor.fm, and I'll link back to that in the show notes today. Dr. Mark, hey, welcome back. Hey, it's good to see you. I appreciate the time we have, and I'm looking forward to answering some great listener questions. We've got some really good questions in the uh, queue today. In fact, when we were looking at them, it was kind of hard to decide uh, what to jump in first, but I think we picked one. Are you ready? All right. I love it. There's a lot in here. So let's just jump right in. First one I'm going to talk to, talk about is coming from Amanda in Iowa. She said on your episode that aired May 9th, you read a comment from a listener who thanked Dr. Sherwood for the ADHD supplement recommendations that helped her four-year-old son. I have gone back through several months and I can't find out what they were. Could you please tell me again? Thank you. Well, Amanda, I appreciate you reaching out. Um, ultimately, when you think about this ADHD process, you got to go back to the creation of the uh, neurotransmitter called dopamine. And for that, we need B vitamins. So I want you to start with something called B supreme. That would be good. Also start with magnesium buffered chelate. That's C-H-E-L-A-T-E. I want you to go one B supreme and two magnesiums. Then I also want you to take a nice multivitamin. I want you to do a chewable because your child, I don't want them to swallow pills. I want you to go chewable active nutrients or active nutrient chewable, however you want to word that. And then I want you to round it out with some omega-3s. Now, if your child is over 12 and you can swallow capsules, I would like you to do two of the biomega. 1,000, but if you can't swallow capsules or they're under 12, go with a liquid. Go with my favorite, Omega Smoothie Mango Peach, and it does taste really nice. So that'll get you some good nutrients there to back up and form more neurotransmitter bases, and make sure, sure your child eats well, good, real, natural foods. That's a real, and, and people can find these supplements by going to Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi just like always, uh, we want you guys to have access to really great quality materials, and we're doing that every day here at the podcast. And also, we're now giving you access to really great supplements and healthcare through Dr. Sherwood. And so I hope you guys will take advantage of that. We're hearing from more and more people who are uh, coming to see you virtually, right, Mark? They are, and a lot of our listeners um, have reached out to us, and it's been amazing and a blessing to get to know them on a personal basis. So lots of good stories and people having great successes, and we're developing some great friendships along the way. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. All right, we're going to do something we haven't done before, and we're going to start listening to some voicemails that have come in with questions specifically for Dr. Mark. The first one comes 
from Katie Holcomb. We're going to listen to her question and then Mark will answer it. Hi, I just uh, listened to your recording of the My Child Has Anxiety from May 9th. And I'm just wondering if there is a link that I can go to for the um, supplements and stuff mentioned on that podcast. Um, Be very helpful to have the exact names and maybe even a link to where they can be ordered from. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Katie is in so much luck today because exactly what we just repeated is exactly the right answer. How cool is that? How did that work out so well? So Katie and Amanda, both of you take notes and get those. Yeah. It's important that you guys, when you're, when you're uh, listening to these, and I've been saying this for the last several episodes with Dr. Mark, when you know that Dr. Mark's going to be on the show, just sit there with your pencil in hand, because that's what I do when he's in here talking to me. I'm always taking notes, and sometimes I'll tell him, look, dude, I cannot write fast enough. Uh, So then you can come back and listen to it again. All right, next question comes from Kate in Kansas. She says, a few weeks ago, Dr. Sherwood mentioned an iodide supplement, one that he took, and I can't find it anywhere. Can you please tell me the name of the supplement? Yeah, Kate from Kansas. um, It's a wonderful supplement. It's called Iodizyme. Iodizyme. I-O-D-I-Z-I. Y-M-E. And it has the right amount of potassium iodide at 7.5 milligrams and iodine at 5 milligrams, totaling a cumulative 12.5 milligrams. Now, iodine at that dose is indeed considered protective against breast cancer and even prostate cancer in some men. Now, you might want to start off with a half a tab but you might want to take the whole thing too. It People keep in mind too that from a thyroid standpoint, that iodide and iodine is the construction of thyroid. So people that have a little bit of lower thyroid function can try a little bit of iodine and that can actually help boost that thyroid production in a healthy manner. I love it. Micah in Alabama says, I love Heidi St. John and Mark. Been listening for years. Thank you, Micah. She said, my question for Mark is... How to help my 15-year-old son with his diet. He eats a very healthy diet overall. He's very active. He plays baseball, runs track and cross country, and now he's working construction. My goodness, this kid's going places. Uh, He plans to run over 400 miles this summer to train for a cross-country season, and I want to help him get enough nutrients and calories so he has the strength for what he's doing. What foods and amounts do you recommend for this kid who is cranking it out? Well, Micah, you have a very special young man there. I want you to know that you've done a great job. Anybody that has that work ethic, that's a reflection on you as the parent. So well done. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. With with (laughs) that said, uh, Mikey, here's what you want to do with that young man at 15. He's in the middle of a growth spurt. He's in the middle of uh, the hormones going uh, in a northerly direction, let's just say. And that's all good. So you want to feed his body with the ability to keep it growing. I would go with this. My kid. At that age, I would go with Kingdom Fuel, and I would use that two servings a day. I absolutely do that. And I would put in that um, BCAA, which stands for Branch Chain Amino Acids, with glutamine. So I would go full serving of Kingdom Fuel, one scoop of BCAA with glutamine, and I would put that in there as a shake and have him drink that every single day. Because the reason I say that is because glutamine is necessary to help his gut work well. I won't get into the technological stuff about it, but 
as you intensely exercise, you can create this thing called leaky gut. I don't want him to get leaky gut, so I want to prevent that going in. Then make sure he's doing the multivitamin I talked about earlier, the omega-3s that I talked about earlier, and also the B and magnesium. I would say that's a baseline for him with his high athletic output. And uh, he's going to go places, literally, but putting these things on board will be like filling him with rocket fuel. I love it. Uh, we've got another listener question from Tina that came in on the Spotify app. So I'm going to play that for you. I just want to know what Dr. Mark thinks of bariatric surgery. Over the last year, I've known several women either get it here in the States or go to Mexico to get it. And I've actually started the process, but I am now hesitant, second-guessing myself. And I'm just curious what Dr. Mark has to say about it. Thanks. Well, that's an amazing question, Tina. A bariatric surgery can be uh, necessary if you're about to die. And I'm meaning that literally. If, if you're about to, to die because of obesity or type 2 diabetes and you've got to have some drastic thing, I suppose that's necessary. But here's what I want you to know, Tina. It permanently alters your system. Anytime you permanently alter your system in a way differing from what it's supposed to be originally, you permanently alter function. We have yet to see the long-term effects of that. Exercise caution and wisdom. I would encourage you, Tina, if you can, to reach right out to us and let us help you with that. Depending on your situation, without question, I believe we could be a blessing to you and get you free from the bondage that actually is affecting you right now. And I want to give you some hope with that. You may have tried a bunch of different things. I get that. But what we're doing is providing pathways to lead people down the pathways to true healing. And I think that's what you need right now. I would say give it some time. Seek godly counsel. Perhaps read out, reach out to us if God directs. And uh, try to get that excess weight off in a more healthy manner without destroying uh, something you can't undo. Yeah, with this this is a question that's becoming more and more common. And I think a lot of, yeah. uh, I had a woman that wrote into me about a year and a half ago, and she said she had really turned to it as sort of a, a, a last resort. And it seems like that's what you're saying. It should be a last resort yeah. and not a go-to. Like if you're trying to lose weight, this should be a last resort, not a first one, correct? Yeah, it's a it's last resort. If you have, you know, urgency behind it, it's like anything else. It can be a good surgery to sort of fix things that are like about to, take your life away, but don't use it just right. to lose weight. If you're fairly healthy and you know, try different things, try the right things and then do the right things. And we'll help you do that. Get your hope, confidence back and mojo back and get your figure back too. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I am going to be traveling to Hermitage Hills Church in Hermitage, Tennessee this weekend for an awesome conference that I have not been to before called the Heart to Heart Ministries 
Homeschool Conference. I think you guys are going to absolutely love it. June 16th through 17th again at Hermitage Hills Church. I hope you guys will join me. If you want more information and to register, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Doors open for this event on Friday, June 16th at 5.30 p.m. And I will be the keynote speaker there this weekend. We're going to be talking about the culture. We're going to be talking about education, God's heart for families, and why we don't need to live in fear. I hope I see you this weekend in Hermitage, Tennessee. Yeah, I love that. Kendra in Iowa wrote in and said, I have recently been diagnosed with Lyme disease and told I need to do brain retraining exercises. I'm currently part of Primal Trust, and I was curious about your thoughts. Well, Kendra, uh, when you talk about Lyme disease, that tick-borne illness that's so prevalently affecting people in the Northeast, um, Upper Midwest, etc., uh, it can affect people neurologically as well as physiologically in all areas. And you think about this from the standpoint of neurological with the way we train our mind. When the body goes into an inflammatory mode inside, it creates stress. And then we think we're going to be having these symptoms so we get more stress. And that affects the symptomatology of the Lyme disease because we get more symptoms as the more stress comes. So we've got to be able to think different. Feed our bodies different. Feed our spirits different. What did I say? Mind, body, spirit right there. So I do agree part of this is mind, but you would also want to strongly consider bringing in a heavily focused anti-inflammatory diet, a lot of anti-inflammatory herbs such as curcumin, such as omega-3 fatty acids. We've dealt with a lot of people like that in the situation. Everybody's different. But we've seen them have far, far, far less flares, far, far, far less symptoms by doing those basic things. And also talking to them about being at peace and realizing that this may have come upon you, but it doesn't have to overtake you. Hmm, that's good. Uh, we had an anonymous listener in Illinois write in to ask about mammograms. She said that her mammogram always shows extremely dense breast tissue. This year, she's 42 and it was fine, but still extremely dense. And they recommended that they follow up with a breast MRI, which was the doctor's first choice, or an ultrasound, only if they were unwilling to have an MRI. She said her maternal grandmother had breast cancer, and she does not want to have an MRI due to the contrast. What do you think? Is it necessary, or would the ultrasound suffice? She said she's also of a healthy weight. She's very active. She doesn't smoke, etc. Well, I think that a mammogram, obviously, and having the uh, visuality of seeing dense breast tissue is pretty common today, right? So I wouldn't want that to be an alarming thing to you. So don't let that seed of doubt get in there and sort of cultivate to create fear, all right? So I want to caution you right there. Then I would go back and look at doing like a whole body heat scan. We have those available and those are really cool because it could look for sources of inflammation. I know Heidi, you and I were talking about that before we came on today. That's a real way to look at this without some sort of uh, chemical insertion into your body. I like those things. We send a lot of people to get those done, and we found very good results. So, for example, when you have a, a high heat source, it will become really red. So if it's talking about the breast, you would see red in this area, which would indicate potentially more inflammation. Don't let that be a diagnosis, but it would give you a clue to say, maybe I need to look further. So in my mind, and I'm not a lady, I would look at it like that first. One, two, three. I wouldn't go down to three first. I would go to step two first, and then I would analyze. So get yourself that scan done, do that first, see what it says, and then make your decision after that. 
Yeah, I agree. And and it seems to me that, and I know you, you would likely agree with me on this, that we're giving mammograms away like candy. And people need to remember yeah. a mammogram is still radiation into your body. Yeah, that's right. You know, we're doing a lot of things. I mean, I could go down the area of, um, you know, the prostate exam, right? We've done these yep. exams just because it's time, just because we think it's right. But the question becomes is, are we preventing anything? I mean, that's a real right. question. I don't think we're preventing anything. Perhaps we're discovering some more things. But ultimately, what is the root cause of breast cancer? It is not failing to get mammograms. Now, I said something right mm -hmm. there that's pretty ironic, isn't it? The root cause of breast cancer is really determined by a lot of different things. 95% of all breast cancers are multi-sporadic, meaning they're not caused by genes. They're caused by a lot of lifestyle factors including estrogenic compounds, chemicals that are in environment, uh, excess fat is associated with uh, breast cancer. And so we need to kind of come back with a holistic approach. Above all things, treat the body with great dignity and care and everything we put in it, in our eyes, in our ears, and in our mouths, of course. Yeah, I agree. And I was thinking about this as you were talking, you know, um, the Bible says that we're not supposed to worry, right? We're supposed to be free from worry. I love this out of Psalm 42, verse 5. It says, Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And over and over, the Bible tells us, don't be afraid. Don't live in this constant state of what if. And I think that's what seems to be. And, you know, you, you and I have a mutual friend in Dr. Richard Bartlett. And he was saying the same thing last time I talked to him, that we make our decisions, our medical decisions, largely in this culture based on fear. And yet the Bible says, don't do that. Yeah, it's fascinating because when you go to the doctor, you're set up to ask the question, what's wrong with me? You know, if, if, you, if you and Jay, for example, sit there and pick a day out, don't do this, but pick a day out and just say, hey, Jay, <laughs> we're going to sit down and we're going to have the conversation back and forth all day long and just continue to find something wrong. Well, it's not going to be <laughs> uh, pleasant. It's not going to end well. And we are taught to look for something wrong, which created negative emotions. And keep in mind, we live in fear. We live in this right brain dominant area, which actually lowers and slows down our immune response. And it weakens our immune well, response. Well, what do you so exactly know? exactly what you don't want to see happen. Go figure. And so when the media starts broadcasting fear, turn it off. When a politician starts broadcasting fear, turn them off. When a pastor starts talking about fear of things on earth, turn it off. Find a new church. Come on. Come on. I love it. Absolutely right. Jana in Washington wrote in to say she has allergic reactions to high quality protein shakes that her naturopath has recommended. I'm good for a short time, but then I end up with a terrible reaction. Fuzzy eyesight. I want to throw up, etc. Could it be the way that's in the protein shake? Janet in Washington, the answer is Y-E-S. High quality protein with the word whey in the U.S. is not synonymous. There's, there's not a good quality protein of whey in the U.S. that I've found. They have a lot of heavy metals in them. Most people don't break down the lactose in dairy anyway. So I prefer, if you're going to use a whey protein, seek out a New Zealand-based grass-fed, grass-finished product of whey if you're not lactase deficient, as is determined in genetic testing or blood testing. Um, I like an organic pea protein, which works really well. 
And I also like, if you're going to go down the pathway of a beef protein or beef collagen, I like to source those out of Europe as well. So there's three that mm-hmm. I like. You know, I, the, our Kingdom Fuel has organic pea protein. I like Pure Paleo, which we have, which is the right kind of beef-based collagen protein. And I also like the um, New Zealand Whey, which is called Whey Cool. Cool name for that, huh? <laughs> I love it. Uh, we are out of time today. Dr. Mark, where can people find you online? They can go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. And all the things we talked about today are there. People can reach out and work with us if they want to. We have that webinar that's twice a month and it's free. People can find out what we do and ask questions, live chat, and they can schedule appointments if they want. I love that. We're going to come back for happy hour because we always do. Uh, Dr. Mark and I get a chance to answer uh, listener questions. We're going to answer a question from Michelle in New Mexico about her son who's uh, went in for a well child checkup. This happens all the time. And the doctor gave her a list of upcoming vaccines, including the COVID-19 for her seven-year-old son, Dr. Mark. That happened. Also, we're going to answer a question from Brittany in Wisconsin during happy hour. If you guys want to join me at happy hour, you can sign up by going to Spotify and click on the subscribe tab, and then you'll have access to extra content. So Dr. Mark's going to hang out with me for just a few minutes for everybody else. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you back here at the intersection of faith and culture.